Hey there, and welcome back to Ginger Biz, the podcast. I'm Katie, your host, and I'm so excited to have you with me today as we're going to dive into the topic of fear. Fear in entrepreneurship, fear in a career, just fear altogether. I'm a ginger who snaps photos, but my real jam is business. Originally from the Pacific Northwest, now kicking it on the East Coast. I'm a successful entrepreneur who wants to share my passion with the world. We will walk through my journey as an entrepreneur while balancing motherhood, a full-time executive role, and living life to its fullest. This podcast will be an educational resource on entrepreneurship, a raw, uncut look at motherhood, and a place for you to find encouragement. Whether you're exploring entrepreneurship, been at it a couple years, are a mother, a full-time employee, or just want a good laugh while learning, put your headphones on because we're diving in. I'm Katie, and I'm so excited to have you here. Today I'm actually recording, or like at the time of this recording, I'm on travel because I was doing lecture at a university, and so I always love to bring my podcast stuff because of a couple different reasons, but one of which, I'm usually alone when I travel, so I get this time to just kind of reinvest in myself in a sense, and if you're a mom, you can probably relate. We don't get a lot of alone time in the house, and with my husband being a freelancer himself and helping run the business and everything, he's almost always home when I'm home, and obviously my daughter's home 95% of that time as well. Uh, Her daycare hours are when I'm at work, so... I don't get a lot of alone time, so I love it when I'm able to travel and have a night away. Don't get me wrong, I absolutely miss my family. I miss the time with them. I miss getting to cuddle and hug my little sweet baby and play with the dogs and all of that, but it is definitely a nice little reset when I'm able to spend a night away from home, you know, work-related, and then I add in some recordings and stuff like that into this to make it like super productive. And I I just love that. So right now, I'm sitting in my hotel room. It's a gorgeous sunny day. I just got in from going on a walk around the campus and just doing some different things. And so I am feeling amped. Like, I am ready to dive into this conversation. And it's funny because I am currently two and a half hours away from home. So I was able to listen to a number of different podcasts on my way down here, which also gets me all sorts of fired up. If you follow me on social media, I was on my stories and I'm like, ah, I'm just like, I have so much in my brain right now and I'm just so excited about it. So all that to be said, today we're going to dive into the fear in entrepreneurship or fear in a career. Entrepreneurship has a lot of risk and a lot of unknown aspects to it, which can lead to feelings of fear. I think that we've all experienced fear in one way or another. A few types of fear in a career entrepreneurial sort of sense um, that you might experience are fear of the unknown, fear of uncertainty, fear of failure, fear of missing out, fear of not being good enough, fear of letting others down, fear of change, fear of rejection, and fear of success. Now, that last one we're going to definitely dive into, but these are all just different types of fear that you can experience in your journey as an entrepreneur and seeking a career in that and making it happen. There's just so many elements of fear. A lot of this journey can feel unknown and uneasy. And who likes fear anyways, right? Not very many people be like, yeah, I love fear. Like, let's do it. So I totally get that. There are a lot of things to be fearful of. 
But let's talk about how we can overcome those fears and take them head on and conquer them one fear at a time. And something to keep in mind, and this is like something I'll I'll dive into. I put it in my notes and I'm getting ahead of myself here, but fear is also very, very natural. And the physical reaction that we have with fear is actually really healthy. I've done a lot of like self-reflection over the past couple years and just really finding myself and learning how to deal with like depression and anxiety and different things. And it's interesting because a lot of people in these self-help books and stuff like that will talk about fear and stress and how it's good to experience because your body's endorphins that it stimulates are like super important and all those things obviously something a little above my pay grade, but I just find it so neat and intriguing that like fear actually is a good thing. And the stimuli that it does to our body is also very beneficial in certain aspects. So we'll dive into that as the topic goes on, but let's first dive into fear of not being good enough. Give yourself grace. Give yourself grace, 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 grace. You won't be perfect all the time and no one expects you to be perfect all the time. You just got to do your best and be gentle with yourself. And this is not just in work, in entrepreneurship. It's in every area of our lives. As a mother, people experience fear of not being good enough. As an employee, as a student, as a child, There's so much fear around not being good enough. You are not alone in this, but in every aspect of that, any type of fear of not being good enough, again, whether it's being a good sister or daughter or cousin or student or employee or boss, whatever the case is, give yourself grace. If I could, I would just play that back to you in slow motion, like give yourself grace. You are your hardest critic. So be kind to yourself. Invest in relationships. This can be networking, making friends, mentors, whatever it is for you. Invest in those relationships and change your mindset on the game of comparison. If you cannot use comparison for the good and positive movement, then stop comparing yourself altogether until you can shape your mindset around comparison to reap benefits. If that doesn't exactly make sense to you, you should hop back and listen to episode 60. It's unpopular opinion. Is comparison really all bad? And in that episode, I talk about how you can kind of shift your mindset to be able to reap benefits from comparison and what the positive attributes of comparison is. But again, if you're not able to shift that mindset, then just do away with comparison altogether. You know, you know, eliminate those accounts that you follow that just kind of make you feel less than and that you don't measure up and just take them out of your lineup for now so that they're not in your face and work on growing you and focusing on you. Um, But if you want to kind of have a different perspective of comparison, go back and listen to episode 60. I just dive into kind of ways that you can shift your mindset and get the most out of comparison and actually utilize it as a good thing. The next one is fear of failure. This is a big one for many people in all walks of life. Being afraid to fail can be debilitating. Some people don't even try because they fear that they might fail. Do not let fear stop you. 
Fear is good. Fear is healthy. And you can do a lot with fear, but don't let it stop you. This one, I just want to take a step even further because heck, you may have failed. It's not just fear, but it's something that you've actually experienced and that's okay. Many, and read that as all, successful people have failed in one way or another. Every single one of us have have failed, right? So whether they failed a deadline, a test, or whatever the case may be, they failed. We all have. Failing doesn't make you a failure. Giving up does. Failing doesn't make you a failure. Giving up does. Abraham Lincoln lost the Senate race of 1858. This wasn't his first or his last failure. He also ran for Congress in 1843, and guess what? He lost. It wasn't until 1860 that he was elected president of the United States of America. Had he given up any of the times that he failed, he wouldn't have made it to where he got. So we're not sitting here talking about all of Abraham Lincoln's failures. You may not have even known that he ran for Senate or that he ran for Congress and that he failed both times, right? Because we don't talk about that. We just know him as being like this crazy, amazing president and freed the slaves and everything that goes into that. I chuckle at myself because my husband loves history and I'm not super keen on history. Like I'm just not good at it. It's not something that I memorize things. And so he's probably like, er, wincing at the fact that I can't even like really tangibly tell you about um, Abraham Lincoln, but you get the point. Anyways. So anyways, Abraham Lincoln was the president of the United States of America. And going back to this, failing doesn't make you a failure. Giving up does. Had he given up at any of those spots when he had failed, then he would be a failure. Like he would have just given up, walked away, been done. And that would have changed not only his life, but so many other people's lives. But he stuck with it. So again, it's not failing that's the problem. It's getting back up, shaking it off and trying again. There is one sure way not to fail. And it's by not trying. However, some would say that not failing is failure in itself. Because if you're not failing, you're not trying. And if you're not trying, then that's just, it's like, what is it, Michael Jordan? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So you got to show up. You got to try. When I was in the Navy, you'd have a petty officer come up and like drop a pen in front of you and be like, sailor, try to pick that up. And you'd like lean down and then they'd like look at you and be like, you either do or you don't. You don't try, damn it. And they'd be all mad about it. So it's just funny because like you do or you don't. You just you just go with it. Just do it. You If you don't try, then you're not doing and you need to be doing, right? So don't let fear debilitate you. Don't let it stop you from trying. Fear of success. Okay, this one's kind of funny to me because like who would be afraid of like making tons of money or being super successful or being influential or any of these things? But you might not realize it, but this could definitely be a fear of yours. As you grow in your business, in your career as a parent, whatever it is, you're becoming more and more successful day after day. And the more success you face, the more magnified the other fears become. The stakes get higher. With this, you need to trust yourself, trust the process, lean into prior successes, and look at how far you've come. 
I'm going to be doing a whole nother episode on this, but women oftentimes shrink themselves. They shrink their successes. We, you know, skirt around the idea of how much money we make compared to a man, especially those of us who are super successful, who might make more than our husbands. And we're just so nervous and we don't want to outshine anybody. We don't want to brag. We don't want to come across as whatever someone labels us as. And so it's interesting to me that like some of us are actually afraid to be successful. We're afraid to like relish and live in that success. And girlfriend, I'm here to tell you, you're doing amazing. You deserve every ounce of success that you have earned. You deserve it. You deserve to enjoy it. You deserve to relish in it. You deserve to talk about it. You get to enjoy your success. And I'm speaking to myself as I say that because I too find myself fearing success and the stakes get higher and I get more nervous and like, what if I mess up or what if this or what if that? Like a perfect example of this is, let's just say hypothetically you're a photographer and you charge $200 an hour, but you're continually growing your business, you're getting more busy, so you're raising your prices. As you raise your prices, as you reach the next threshold of success, you are then expected to do more, to perform more, to have a higher quality of image to do better with your posing, right? And so then you get fearful and nervous and then it reverts back to fear of not being good enough and all those other things and those things become more and more magnified. As I mentioned, I'm here doing lectures today and tomorrow at a university and the more I do them, the more comfortable I get. But at the same time, the better I should be doing, right? So then I also like hold myself to a different sort of standard because as I grow more, as I become more successful, as I speak at bigger schools, as I do lectures at like larger conferences, it just gets more and more and more. And there's just more to do with that. Again, this one, it's so hard to like wrap my head around and fully quantify and verbalize what I mean by it. But I think you guys are getting the idea and just lean into your prior successes. Know that you've come this far and you've earned every ounce of it. This is a mindset shift. We can look at fear and see how we can learn and grow from it. Fear helps us stay present. Fear helps us focus evaluate where you are at and what you're doing. If you know you're fearful of change, then create a plan and structure to embrace the change to minimize that fear within it. Control what you can and let the rest just happen. Fear challenges you. In the right dose, it can be exhilarating. For me, I used to have a fear of public speaking. (laughs) Believe it or not, my ears would turn bright red, like bright red. And I would get so hot and start sweating, like in my armpits and on my back, like gross, like you could see it. It was tangible. And after embracing that fear, I know that I've shifted my mindset to accepting that public speaking is just another challenge. And I think to myself, challenge accepted. It can push you to do more and be more. If you told high school Katie that she'd be actually like, excited and volunteering to lecture in rooms full of people, she would laugh at you. She would be so scared. She would be so nervous. And it would just, it would just rock her world. But here I am. And I love it. 
I literally texted my husband like an hour ago being like, I love this. I love coming and chatting and getting to know these people and just having like open dialogue with them after, you know, I've done my presentation and stuff like that. It's just, it's really fun. It's neat. And it's pushed me in more ways than I can imagine. So those are some good things that you can gain from fear. Again, it can push you to do more, to be more and to be better normalizing the scary aspects of being an entrepreneur is so important because I think so many people get stuck on one of those speed bumps and they think that it's a hill that they can't climb and they don't know what they're doing and then they push through and they're like wow that was just a speed bump like no big deal oftentimes people don't highlight and share their fears right we're not putting it out there for the messy, scary aspects of entrepreneurship generally. We want to be seen as experts. We want our clients and potential clients to feel confident in working with us so we don't showcase the fears, the failures, and the challenges. I believe it's so important to embrace the challenges and to highlight them because without them, we wouldn't be where we are today. It will empower others to continue to try and also let those people feel a little less alone. Normalizing the scary makes it less scary. Talking about it makes it easier. It's so funny because I clearly have made mistakes and I failed and I just continue to persevere straight on through. And that is, I believe, one of the larger parts of like why I'm successful to this day. But as I mentioned, like we don't really highlight the oopsies in entrepreneurship, because if I got on Instagram stories and was like, oh my gosh, remember that one time in Georgetown when I had an engagement session and I left all the memory cards in the car. And so thank goodness my husband was willing to run all the way back up the hill. If you've been in Georgetown, you'll know what I'm talking about to go get those memory cards and then come back. Meanwhile, it was a sunset session and we were losing light. And so I just pushed on through. Now, honestly, it was uncomfortable and I would have loved to have more light, but The circumstances were what they were, right? Because I forgot the memory cards. I wouldn't jump on stories and say that because then my potential clients would be like, oh, well, we were going to book with her, but she forgets memory cards. Yes, I do. (laughs) I'm human. I will say that I think that was the only time I forgot memory cards for a session. But nonetheless, it was a very important session and I forgot my memory cards in the car. And thank goodness they were in the car and not at home. That would have been... I don't know what I would have done. That would have been so stressful. But my point is, is that we don't really highlight that, right? We talk about our skill sets, but we don't highlight the mishaps or the mistakes or the failures. I don't get on my stories and talk about the one time the one client was really upset because the dad didn't look happy in the photos, partially because not my fault, but also because it just isn't a good look, right? And I don't necessarily want that negativity around for my potential clients. But as I'm pivoting into this educational world, I just see so much how important it is to showcase those failures, those challenges, and normalize the scary. You got to talk about it. We do this with our three-year-old when we know we have to go to the doctor Uh, She was sick just a couple weeks ago and we had to go and stuff. We'll kind of role play beforehand and get her excited to go see the doctor and to understand it and to talk through it because once she knows what to expect, it's 10 times easier. And I think that that's the truth in every aspect. The more we talk about the scary aspects of being an entrepreneur, the more you can expect, the more you can plan and the more you can be ready for it. And then it suddenly becomes so much less scary. 
Well, guys, that's what I have for today. Again, I think that fear has a role and it's super important and it's okay to be nervous and fearful. We all have rational and irrational fears and irrational fears have a place. And, you know, sometimes you got to be talked off the ledge with those because it's irrational, but we also have a lot of rational fears and that's okay. And it's okay to be nervous around them, to be fearful of those things. You just got to learn what you're going to do with that, how you're going to make it better and how you're going to have a positive impact from that experience. Guys, until next time, keep on diving in.